Hey guys, I don't know about you, but I really enjoy receiving great craft beer shipped directly to my house at a very affordable cost. In Ohio, we're lucky to have a company like RivalryBrews.com that can ship Ohio craft beer all over the country. At RivalryBrews.com, you can get premium, high-quality beer brewed right here in the great state of Ohio, delivered straight to your front door. Rivalry offers beer from 31 different craft breweries, and they ship to almost anywhere in the U.S. Rivalry enables you to order when you want and how much you want. Not sure what you want? Let the experts at Rivalry put together a random 6 or 12 pack for you. Not only does Rivalry Brews care about delivering you fantastic beer, they also care about the environment. A portion of their proceeds are donated to Irresponsible, which helps keep Lake Erie clean. The next time you're thinking about ordering craft beer online, make sure you check out RivalryBrews.com and tell them the Brewer of Seville sent you. Welcome to the show. Thanks for tuning in. This is the 2022 Pint Talking Beer and Review. Hope you guys had a good Christmas. Getting over a scratchy throat, and that sucks. Everybody's sick. But uh, so this is a really special episode this week. We uh, we're doing our first ever crossover show, and by we I mean our old buddy, the king of the crawler, the freak of fermentation, <laughs> the Sultan of Stouts. <laughs> Bob, far too much, far too much, (laughs) far too much. (laughs) The Bobberino's with me, Bobby. I'm back. We're we're behind a couple of mics and there's a mic over there too, a real mic. And uh, (laughs) (laughs) so tonight we're in an undisclosed location in a, in a bunker and we're, we're, we're broadcasting with the three other fellas from the Necronama pod podcast. We've got Ian say hi, Ian. How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> we got Mike. What's up? And Dave. Howdy, guys. Hey. So, th- hey, thanks for hosting us tonight. I know it was a real clusterfuck getting this shit together early. <laughs> I think you we would, made you, it work. You yeah. would think after four years we'd know what the fuck we're doing down yeah, there. And, well, uh, I mean, we almost had it. MacGyver. We were close. It was very close. Bob and I are sharing a mic, so we're really close. Not really sharing a mic. <laughs> well, we want to share headphones. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, we're going to, we're going to get a little background on you guys first. Uh, but first I got to read my, my self promotion, you know, I got to try to make some money on this thing. Hey, pay the bills. <laughs> so if you like what we're doing here, please leave me a rating and a review wherever you listen to the show. Uh, follow me on Facebook and Instagram at the Brewer Seville to see what I'm up to each week. If you are some episodes behind, you can head over to the website at the and get caught up there. And you can join our Patreon page if you're feeling, uh, giving this year and you can select one of the four available tiers we have a three a five a ten and a twenty dollar tier each level gets you a different uh 
pack of rewards, including entries into a monthly drawing for a free six-pack of beer from RivalryBrews.com. And you also get discount codes to Rivalry and the Brewer Seville Swag Store. Uh, we got a, pri- a private Facebook page. Um, let's see, what else are we doing, Bob? We're going to do uh, a Patreon-only exclusive show once a month. Yeah, um, once once a month. We have we have some more things coming, right? Yeah, yeah. And then we're also, uh, we're, you also get this show early and without the ads. And I feel like you're going to do something for some people, right? And I am. I'm going to buy you a fucking beer for your birthday if you join the podcast uh, or the Patreon page. What so. a generous fuck over here. Right. I mean, I'm not, not, not going to buy you like a, 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 a hop and frog stout. Like I'm not giving you <laughs> nine or 10 bucks, but I'll give you like seven. <laughs> so. How do we get those beers when we, for our birthday? Oh, you just give me your Venmo. Yeah. And, and I will Venmo you nice. the, the, that beer. So. That. My birthday was last week. I didn't so know that the, they uh, had beers through Venmo, though. <laughs> well, we're gonna we're gonna we could do Venmo, we could do uh, uh, Apple Pay, we could do PayPal. Hmm. However, you can like hook it up through like Drizzly, where you could just deliver them a beer. Why does Drizzly sound like a pornographic website, dude? <laughs> dude, will you Drizzly me, please? <laughs> it's like, I got drizzled so good last night. <laughs> it's like I'm into cream pies. No, I'm into Drizzlies. <laughs> You drizzled it all over my face. <laughs> it, was, it was delicious uh-uh, hops. I love a drizzly pearl necklace. Oh, this has gone off the rails immediately. You know what? I'm, I You've might, been necronomatized. So, well, usually I cut out this ad for my Patreons. I might just keep it in now for them to listen to this. So. Um, anyways, if you don't feel like subscribing, you could shop through my Amazon link, but lately Amazon's been a bunch of fucks and don't pay me like they're supposed to. So. Oh, you're telling us. After this. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since Bezos left there, all hell's broken loose. Like if I buy a dildo on Amazon through your link, you get a couple cents. Is that yes, how it I could, and I could see that it's a dildo, but I wouldn't know you bought it specifically. Okay, so, mm. fair enough. But now that you've said that, yeah. if a dildo shows up, keep your eye open. I'm like, uh, yeah, uh, this is a pink fuzzy dildo. Like, <laughs> what kind of dildo is fuzzy? <laughs> to the best. So, anyways. Uh, if you have any feedback, you can leave it at uh, thebrewerseville at gmail.com or you can call or text it in, which none of you guys ever do, but it's 330. We haven't gotten a lot of calls or texts lately, huh? <laughs> Just that time that we gave away a shirt. <laughs> so maybe we have to give away more shirts. Uh, 330-271-0874. And that's it. Let's talk about beer and the year in beer and all that good shit that happened in 2022 about our favorite beverage, beer. Uh, but let's get some background on you guys first, man. So, so let's start. I'm going to go Dave first. I just tried calling you on the air. I wanted to make sure you turned your phone off. <laughs> <and> record. <laughs> I wanted to see if it would ring on the, on the show. Let's see how professional these guys are. <laughs> Meanwhile, Dave's phone goes off at least once a month. They're Siri. A little ding, ding. My Siri, off. there's a lot of keywords that we apparently use in our show that sets my Siri off. Whenever constantly. I say butt plugs, Dave's phone goes off. <laughs> It records. It, it goes, Re- yeah. Siri just, yeah. Right Reordering to, your butt plugs. Right to his Amazon wish list. 
Kenny just made four cents from his affiliate link. <laughs> this is awesome. Keep buying Dave's butt plugs. <laughs> you should start your own line of butt plugs. Is this? I'm thinking about the it. The Necronama, Necronama butt plug. Yeah, Necronama plugs. <laughs> <laughs> we'll sell anything, motherfuckers. You guys can we put your care. logo. I've seen them with like the heart jewels at the end of the butt plug. I, I we'll do it. Say, what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> you can put their logo on it. You know, you can. We're gonna be like Kiss. We're gonna fucking slap our name on everything. The condoms. The caskets. We have no shame. Plugs. We don't care. Guys, I tattooed myself on myself. So, like, have you gone that far yet? We'll get there. We'll get there. So uh, uh, talk about your guys' podcast, because I'm sure that people that are drunk listening to me don't listen to anything else. They just pass out after they listen to me. So, so we want to listen to you guys, too. I feel like that's a bold statement. It is. It's Actually, these guys are way more popular than I am. <laughs> Talk about your podcast, man. Well, uh, we started, what, January 2019? Mm-hmm. Figured we'd do a few shows. No one would listen, and that'd be the end of it. And uh, here we are four years later. Just hit 10 million downloads not too long ago. And nice. Things are going great. And, and, and like... What specifically you guys talk about? I mean, I've, I've mentioned it in my ads to people leading up to this show. but So we do a little bit of true crime. We do cryptids. We do cults. We do aliens, aliens, UFOs, all that kind of creepy macabre stuff. You Paranormal guys, conspiracy. Everything. Uh, yeah, that kind of stuff. Or even uh, Mike did an RFK history show the other day. Occasionally so. we do a history show. Yeah. yeah. You guys do shows where you have to put in a lot of research. I do a show where I can just kind of look at something that morning with the interview. And, and, and then Bob, if Bob and I are doing something, he'll be like, did you re- even read the article? I said, no, I saw the headline. That's all I needed. You, you sound like me. Um, well, and that, that really goes back to Ian. He's, he's kind of the brains behind the podcast and uh, this, this was all his thing and his idea. And, you know, he's, he's a, a wealth of knowledge on most of these topics. And, you know, he does do a lot of research too, but, um, you know, he does all that. And Dave and I kind of just show up and, and drink beer and, and follow along with his story. And I like the drink beer part. Yeah. <laughs> That's not, how they got not me. a bad gig. <laughs> no. no, and I've, I've listened to some of your stuff and you, it's you guys, I don't know how much you drink while you're doing the show. Like, but you, you don't start slurring words like Bob and I do sometimes. I so. most certainly do, sir. Sir, you listen to the right episodes because Whiskey Dave is its own character on our show. Maybe I need to go back in the archives You might need to find bit. some. Um, there are some where we are ham-dazzled uh, pretty much throughout the whole thing. You can just tell, like, Ian's sitting there like, oh, I got, like, three more pages to get through. Like, just get me through this. And we're going off on our tangents. We try to have fun. It's... We're three dudes who are just friends sitting around talking about these subjects. We don't try to make it anything more than that. We just want it to be like anybody who could be sitting around a campfire, hanging out, talking about these subjects. That's what we do. And it's just it's three friends drinking beer, talking shop. So what kind of what, what, talking about the beer? What what kind of beer are you guys into? Are you mostly into the macros? Do you do like the craft beer? What uh, what's your favorite styles and stuff? I am a, so like our typical go-to, like we're just like, you know, cheap Miller Lite type guys. Sure. Uh, I'm a big IPA fan. Okay. I, I have not met a beer that is too hoppy for me. Oh, wow. I love hoppy, punch you in the mouth type well, wait beer. Wait till you get to try this fucking Tangerine Express in this box. You're going to spit it <laughs> okay. all over. I can't wait. But did you, so, I mean, with that, because yeah, I, I got started on, on yeah, I'm going to turn uh, this to you. I'll don't turn you, that to I'll me. Help you out, That's man. foolish. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I'm, want you I'm not, that, I'm I don't not want part you of that this. close. 
Um, did you ever, ever had the original Stone Ruination IPA? It I'm was, not. I don't think so. I, it was probably back in 2000, maybe 2000, right? 2002, something like that. I fucking hate Stone, man. Yeah, and that's yeah, why I got I two stories about them in this. <laughs> so the original Stone Ruination was that and Bell's Too Hearted was what got me into craft beer pretty much from college. But Stone Ruination was like it would beat the shit out of you with hops. Really? Like the bitterness just it was but it was delicious. It was delicious beer and it was uh but it got me into craft brewing. But that was like one of the ones that was like, holy fuck, you give this to any normal beer drinker and they're like, This tastes like complete shit. <laughs> <laughs> See, I probably that sounds like something I would like. And I love I still love Bells to this day. Like that's oh. a, that's a great one. Mm-hmm. Um so that's me. I I know Dave, you've been coming around on IPAs. Yeah, I don't really not- generally enjoy IPAs. I'm coming around a little bit, but not really my favorite. Are you into stouts or anything? No. More of a lager More pilsner guy. lagers, yeah. Okay. I, if I knew that, I would have brought you specifically beer. <laughs> I'll drink anything, but that's just my preference. He's just happy to have an alcohol in his hand. Like, that's, I mean, like all of us. Like, Is it an alcohol? Is that what? An alcohol, yeah. yeah. Alcohol. We, we're doing some alcohols tonight. Yes. We're doing a few alcohols. Ian, are you into into beer? Uh, so I don't drink anymore. Okay. I smoke a lot of weed. Oh, that's good. Okay, um, <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> but uh, I used to like IPAs a it's lot. It's medicinal, by the way, folks. So don't don't get your papers oh yeah yeah no I'm good. <laughs> Ian Ian I'm was a big legal. IPA guy too. Yeah, he and I discovered together that we love like those those blood orange IPAs. Uh, okay. I'm a blood orange yeah, sucker yeah. for anything. See, that's the, what I do like. I do yeah, like the, the blood, blood orange IPAs are really. Who good. was that that makes? Uh, the one There's that we like, the one with the dog, dogfish head. No, the one flying dog. Oh, flying, flying dog. dog. Yeah, flying yeah, dog. That's yeah, what it is. I think. Yeah, they had a blood yeah. orange. That was, and then oh, you're talking about thirsty dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's what I'm a, talking they about. They have a blood orange one too. Yeah, that's one. Is that the one we had? Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe that's it. Yeah, thirsty, thirsty dog. dog blood orange. Blood yeah. orange IPA. Yeah, big uh, fan of that. I I do dig some uh, some blood orange too. I I'm not as big into West Coast IPAs. I uh, I like hazies. And I like stouts. Girly IPAs, yeah. Girly. (laughs) So when you say West Coast, like, does that mean the hoppier? So West Coasts are going to be clear. Okay. uh, Whereas the East Coast IPAs are the hazy. Okay. Absolutely wrong. But I mean, whatever. (laughs) You know this. We talked about this many times. Listen, (laughs) I, so yes, it's going to be. East Coast is not, it's a, you're talking about like hazy and New England is different than an East Coast. Yeah, whatever. I mean, where's New England? It's not, on, together. The, it's not on the Get West together, Coast. together, man. I thought you were professional. I'm this. not professional. I don't know shit, dude. What are you Fuck. talking about? We're fighting like an old married couple. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I stopped having you on all the podcasts, by the way. Um, <laughs> if I wanted to get talked down to, I'd just ask my girlfriend. <laughs> so, so have you guys, uh, have you guys ever done any homebrewing or anything? Mess around with that shit? You know, I have not. I did a long time ago in the early nineties, just in a bucket in the garage. And it was, it was not good. I called it leisure lager. <laughs> back, then, I, I, back then it was mead, right? Dave, you and George Washington. Not- <laughs> <laughs> It was just uh, some lager. I made labels. It was a picture of me with a cigar in an easy chair. It was called Leisure Lager. <laughs> a lot of effort. It was fucking terrible. So was it no good? I was out of that game after that. I wish you would still have a bottle of See, that. That's a, that's a tough style to do as a home brewer. I'll tell you that. It is, man. Yeah, Especially not, with, with no temperature control. And 
it's very difficult to to get that to work out right. Meaning lager mm-hmm. is Correct. tough. Yeah. yeah. So well, everything Dave likes, you can't make it home. Good. Good. Luck. Yeah. Uh, unless <laughs> unless you drop like fifteen hundred bucks. What's your Kenny Hyman over here? Yeah, you get yeah. a glycol chiller, and you get you know you can control all that temp and stuff. I tried to make mead one time too. Like you said, Mike, it didn't Did come out very good either. So it's just it not sounds really disgusting in my wheelhouse. In apparently. general, though, like I don't think it'd be. Like, oh, even, I like mead. Oh, is it? I made some oh, really yeah. good mead. I made what? some really good mead for sure. It, it's, what is mead? Honey wine. I was gonna say it's honey wine. Yeah, it's it's, it's really, like what the Vikings used for to some drink. reason <laughs> they they put it in the George beer Washington category, but it's it's definitely wine. I thought you were making like an old joke. Well, like, for for real, that's he like was, when, when but George I turned Washington. it on tables oh, okay. on him. <laughs> he, he did the old Uno switch card. <laughs> oh motherfucker! I actually did make mead, and it was terrible. So how about that? So how do you Next make day, mead? they signed the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> at, at first, I thought he I, said, I don't remember. How did uh, you make meat? Did you, <laughs> you made meat? What the fuck are you making? What kind of meat? He's just doing. He's, he's turning the whole. Meat, yeah. He's turning the whole show into just a meat podcast. Uh, Let's talk about ribs. <laughs> like a big jug with water and yeast and honey. I don't really remember. I don't think that's yeah. how you make meat, but no, <laughs> I don't remember. No, so it's really you said meat. Oh, meat! Oh <laughs> yes. boy! You, you, I think it's when a man loves a woman. <laughs> I'm much better smoking meat than I am making mead. Bob's smoking meat also, but in a oh, different. Boy. <laughs> Hey, so real quick, though, before we even move on, though, uh, because some of our listeners might hear this, too. Can you guys give a little brief background about yourselves as well? Like just so they know more about you guys. And so I started as a home brewer in uh, 2017. Did you start as a home brewer? That's how I started. Yep. That's that's (laughs) where I started everything. And uh, no, I mean, I've always been into craft beer. Like even when I was uh, younger, my friends always called me a beer snob because I brought Sam Adams to the party instead of (laughs) Bud Light or something, you know. Um, And then in uh, 2017, I actually started brewing. I I always wanted to do it. I just couldn't. I couldn't afford it, really. My jobs did (laughs) what I was making back then wouldn't allow it. So I, I I got a had a little extra money, bought a kit. Buddy taught me how to do it. Uh, Then I started went from like a hundred and fifty dollar kit to about a. I don't know. I probably have like four grand worth of equipment at home now. Wow. And uh, the thing is, I don't get to brew as much as I, I did. You you know, I used to because I do the podcast now and that takes a little more of my time. But I started the podcast in 2020 uh, because COVID hit and I wanted to go out and I still want to talk to brewers and drink beer. So I did a lot of Zoom meetings okay. uh, with, with the podcast to start probably the first, I don't know. 10, 12 episodes were all Zoom, which isn't the greatest way to conduct. Mm-mm. It's not. It's very difficult to do it that way. <laughs> it yeah. is. And, and then uh, we went out, started going out and uh, visiting breweries and interviewing. And, and that was, you know, three years later now. So Are people generally pretty open to discussing? Having you come out to the brewery for a discussion? You know, they, they there's some people that are really uh, – uh, they want to talk a lot mm-hmm. and then they, they're, you know, and then there's some that are just so socially awkward and Bob and I have talked about this. There's a lot of, um, a lot of people in, in the brewing world that are recluses and stuff that really don't want to talk. They're, they're introverts, you mm-hmm. know, but I've, I've been able to get a few of them to open up pretty good. Yeah. So, um, you know, and then I, I think I've done 75 or 80 shows or something and I can count on one hand how many people 
not okay. that cool. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. which is a rarity, you know what I mean? Like, uh, you could, <laughs> especially with brewers, you could, you could get so many more that would give you one word answers and call it a day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, there, there is a few people where you, I mean, I had to carry most of the interview because they just didn't want to elaborate right yeah you know like it's a podcast this is based on audio like we need we need to use words i mean it was a good thing is it wasn't video because it would have just been me staring at the guy (laughs) (laughs) look people that are skilled in the craft of making beer aren't necessarily skilled in the craft of discussing that so get it together yeah they can make good beer you can excuse them from this part of it you know yeah it's 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 fun though like um most of anybody that i contact they're, they definitely want me to come out and basically they get a free advertisement. It's a free commercial, yeah, right. really. And that's my point. Like, you know, you want to talk yeah. a little bit. Like, you want to, you know, talk about yourself and your your brand a little bit. So yeah. you would think you'd have more than just one And one I travel all over Ohio. I mean, I've, I've gone to, to breweries in Columbus and Youngstown, and, and I've got stuff lined up to go to Cincinnati next year. And um, so I, I don't. I try to stay in Ohio. Mostly Ohio, though. Yeah. I've okay. had one episode, I've had one out-of-state brewery. And it was because I was in Oklahoma City, and I, I went to this brewery, and I really dug it. So I contacted the guy, and we did an interview That's cool. back nice. in 2020. So. Do you sample, try to hit all the beers they have on tap during the interview? No. So so I got to drive, usually. <laughs> so, so I always do kind of the lower-end ones. But we'll, we'll drink about four or five during an, an interview yeah. and, and talk about that stuff. And, you know, I'll try to get them to... to you know, tell me about the recipes and stuff like that. That's, that's how I met Bob and, and his partner, Ryan. We, you know, they were on my show in 2020. So I was going to say that would be a perfect segue. So then you met, you met Bob and I, Ryan and Bob Arino here. Yeah. This guy for some reason. Uh, and I'm just here for no reason whatsoever. I just, <laughs> <laughs> you, you carried that beer. In. I mean, well, was, I mean, yeah, I carried the beer and that's about it. You are like a pack. I, I try to drink as much as possible when we're doing this. So. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The first time I ever met Bob, he was hammered. It was his birthday, and I interviewed them on his birthday. <laughs> and he was fucking lit, and then he was drinking uh, um, PBRs during the Beast or Beast Ice. Always. He was drinking yeah. Beast Ice uh, during the interview. That was exciting. That's a class act. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking a. I mean, if you've been to my place, you know how how we get down. Yeah. He was like, "No, I don't want to drink my own beer." <laughs> for the chumps yeah. <laughs> and you know we've mentioned it i think a few times on our show it's it's one of our favorite places to go to in town wrecking crew mm-hmm. that's bob's joint and yeah, uh yeah that's where i work yeah that's where you work. We're, we're, that's where i'm currently employed <laughs> um what just you know quickly what was your start kind of in it are we talking in brewing or in the podcast uh brewing yeah, no, i mean like brewing um really just liked craft beer like like beer in general, and was I moved out to Denver for a while after high school, or sorry, after college, and the the scene out there is incredible. There's so many good breweries. There's so many breweries in general, even if they're mm. bad. Like there's just a it turned into the neighborhood bar, and I love that idea. I love the idea that was just everything's made on site, everything's made here. It's a nice, fun place to kind of hang out and drink some beers and. You can and, and everything's different. You're not going to one bar to another to drink, you know, high life at each bar or PBR yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. You get, oh, these guys have an IPA or these guys have, you know, these guys have a nice pilsner. These guys do stouts well, like whatever. You kind of have that, but you still, you know, in every other corner was a brewery. 
So I was like, well, this is fucking sweet. And um, my buddies back here in Ohio were like, let's, uh, I'm, intri- I'm intrigued to do this. Uh, my partner, Ryan, was, he's been homebrewing for 15 years at this point, you know, just pretty much since he was able to drink alcohol, which, you know, probably was a lot earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Did you love beer the first time you tasted it? <clears throat> I didn't. A lot of people a, didn't. Like, weird, it was a learned. Yeah, this is a weird question. An acquired it, taste. It comes up a lot for sure. And it's like, I don't even remember the first time. <laughs> like, I remember I, I opening. Was I was six when I first had six. Years right. Old, and I had a, my, a sip of my uncle's Budweiser. How do you and, remember this? And, 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 I, it was beer, dude. I don't. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, the, it's, my earliest memory. As I remember, I was in the womb. No, I remember. Is- <laughs> I remember going to the movies with my dad and coming back with my mom. You get it? <laughs> oh, we get it, pal. <laughs> but anyway, go back to Bob. But I was going to say, I remember being, you know, seven or eight and getting my dad or my grandfather a beer, and I loved it the first time I tasted it, and I would, you know, open a beer, sample it. Make sure it was good for them before I handed it to them. But I've always here's loved a, it. Since the first time I tasted sure. beer, I've loved it. So here's here's a quick story that that may like may tell you the reason why everything is, or maybe why my palate is such garbage when it comes to beer. But um, yeah, so we used to, you know, I I was able to buy beer when I was younger. I had a beard when I was like 16 years old. You know, I was in good shape. I could I could buy beer from stores. It wasn't <laughs> it wasn't difficult, right? But before that, we were, you know, we would, my, my parents would leave. We had like a cellar in our basement. You know, we had a finished basement, so this is where everybody would hang out and stuff. And uh, we had a, like a cellar area. My, my grandpa would keep like uh, these huge like 30-gallon carboys of wine and shit like that in there. <laughs> like it was wild. But then my dad would just like leave the beer in there because it was cold. I was like, oh, perfect. So there would just be like, you know, if he had a party or whatever, he'd just throw all the extra beer in there. So we would, uh, you know, nobody knew what was in there. So fuck it. Just take some beers when we're in the basement watching TV or playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater and, you know, get at it. And uh, so, yeah, so we drink beer from time to time and and sample whatever else was in there. Which one (laughs) one time happened to be a... Gallon jug of soy sauce, it seemed. Oh. And we were like, oh, this is oh liquor. We got to try it. Like, let's take some shots of this. <laughs> <laughs> my grandpa did some weird shit. Like, he just would ferment anything that was possible. He made mm. dandelion wine a lot, which is mm. fucking weird, right? But um, were you like, this is like, this tastes like lechon? No, I was like, this is interesting. <laughs> this is interesting. And, and then, like, I tasted it a little bit more. And I was like, ah, I don't think so. I was like, I don't think this is alcoholic. <laughs> but, like, that was, so it was always getting, like, skunked-ass beers mm-hmm. from, like, my parents' parties and stuff like that. So so beer was whatever it was. Like, it wasn't the greatest thing to me since I since I first got it. But well, then, I think probably early on, too, when, when you start drinking, you, you don't really give a shit about what it tastes like. You know, yeah, you're just going. Sure, you want to get fucked up. You just want to get fucked up. Right, right. You like the the end result versus like getting there. Like, but (laughs) again, to what Mike was saying earlier, like the, like that that stone ruination, as as heavy as it was, that got me going, and I was like, fuck yeah, like this is fucking intense. This is awesome, and then you know that led to everything else. So in reality, like 
beer was beer. I was always I was always a fan of like the the Millers and the I mean I drank like Genesee and no shit again, you still are yeah I drank Beast Ice <laughs> a lot when I was younger and I will still drink that but like what really got me into loving beer was was I think Stone's Ruination I think mm. it was just like this is fucking weird and this is different and this actually tastes really good where every other beer I was like I just want to get hammered. <laughs> was it. This one I quite enjoy. Like yeah. this is this is all right. <laughs> so I, I got a question for you guys before we go to a quick commercial. Um, so with your podcast shows, you do just a random variety of different topics. What uh, is one of the ones you enjoyed the most? Like, like what you got so excited about talking about it? Like I, you're a history guy, right, Mike? You're yeah. Right. So I, I'm sure any of the history ones, but like. What's your favorite one that you can recall that you guys did? I'll let you go first, Ian. I always get excited about Jonestown stuff. I think back in the day, I was really, really excited to get to that episode. I wanted to wait till later to do that. I think we did it on like episode 16 or something. Okay. Yeah, I like her. Waited real long. <laughs> I can't fucking wait anymore. 16 weeks. He had blue balls from week two. He was like, guys, I got to do it. And Ian won't, well, I'll brag about Ian for a minute here. He's actually even published on the Jonestown Institute website. Oh, for, wow. You know, uh, the, the podcast, right? And then. Yeah. An uh, article, an article he did. Oh, nice. So the the official Jonestown website he's he's been published on. So, okay. yeah. What about you, Dave? Boy, I really like the creepy stuff that you can't explain. I think one of my favorite ones is the black eyed children. Just the thought that little kids with black eyes can show up at your house one time. Just like knocking some of these on the stories door. knocking yeah. on the have doors. Have you been waiting for that since? I really have. He, <laughs> dude, between him wanting that and him wanting to see an alien, I'm like, guys, you guys are bringing some karma. <laughs> like, this is this is creepy. If black eyed kids come to my door, they will be welcome at my house. I will open the door. And, well, you have to, right? <clears throat> you have other to. Other than you're going to die. And alternatively, alternatively if the black eyed peas show up at his house, they are not welcome. <laughs> I mean, I feel like Fergie is probably welcome. Fergie, right. Right. Oh, black eyed peas are welcome. <laughs> <laughs> what about that, the, what I think the, the black keys. Are they? <laughs> I guess them are. And the men in black, too. Just that, that creepy shit where, like, there's just this weird thing out there where the men in black are walking around and kind of almost human, but not quite. Yeah. John Brown or Jack Brown with his uh, tape recorder that wasn't plugged in. Like he couldn't figure out how to turn yeah. it on. Just that they're almost human, <laughs> but something's just a sliver off. It almost sounds I like a comedy that. bit. Like, like it's like almost like a three stooges bit. Like yeah. where you yeah. have all these guys running around that are kind of human, but don't know how to interact with humans. Like, I love thinking I love that's that real. It's creepy, yeah, but it's hilarious. And if yeah. that's true, the world is such a cooler place. Like if that's actually taking place out there. Yeah. I'm like that's sure thing. I know some dudes that are like that. Well, that just don't. And they're, they're probably home brewers, right? That's when they don't do interviews. <laughs> like this goes into this thing. That's it. That's <laughs> so, so you're, I was actually going to say like, which, which of the episodes that you guys have done creeped you out the most? Would it be the black eyed kids? No, I just think that's really cool. It doesn't really creep me out. I think the missing 411 probably creeps me out. I mean, there's a lot of weird serial killer stuff that is terrifying, but I don't know. I well, guess I you think just get used to that after a while. But the thought that 
the missing 401, like you could be out hiking in Cuyahoga National Valley Park and some feral people or whatever might be the case could just snatch you off the trail. It's just weird. Yeah. It's fucking wild. And the amount of people that go missing every year that it's really not reported on in yeah. these national parks is terrifying. I'm going to have to. Which is why nobody should ever go outside. You got to listen to that stuff because it's really scary. The, I've the, been to a lot of national parks and the thought that people just get snatched off the trail like when they're 50 feet away from someone is terrifying it's crazy and uh, that's the idea right of there's 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 supposed to be this like subgroup of individuals that just lives in the parks that's one of the theories yeah yeah Yeah. feral people have been out there for generations yeah raised by wolves yeah and and (laughs) the audio is fucking terrifying there's (laughs) audio out there from i think it was like 72 Mm -hmm. or something um some people say it's Bigfoot. Some people say it's feral people because it is a. Fr- Some people say it's a hoax. Yeah. But if you take it for what it is, <laughs> yeah. it's fucking it is scary. terrifying. Yeah. And and our our missing four one one episodes are by far our most popular episodes. Okay. People love listening to that stuff. What if it was just like that uh, one uh, M Night Shyamalan movie? And they're just hanging out. The village. <laughs> yeah. Where they're in the park in Philadelphia. <laughs> Is that the one where it's like no people in the village don't even realize there's civilization around them? Right. Correct. Yeah. I remember seeing that. Yeah. <laughs> that was a pretty good one. Some of his movies are all terrible, but that, terrible that was a good ones. one. They're all, they're, they all get a little goofy, but yeah. Like the that happening, one's... that movie has, where nothing happened. <laughs> that was the worst. Like nothing happened. <laughs> that, maybe that's the nothing. whole bit. That's the whole bit. <laughs> it's the mean? happening. You got Mark Wahlberg to sing on somebody's front porch. That was the greatest. <laughs> Just the wind blows. Like, it's the happening. We're all dead. I feel like I feel like the only two movies I know by them him is uh, the, the one with Bruce Willis. Six Sense. Six Sense. Six Sense. Yeah, yeah. And in Signs, I think. Those, oh, I think those, are, right. those are probably the two. No, no that was with uh, Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson, yeah. Yeah. that's right. Yeah. That I think those are his two, his two most famous ones, probably. Yeah, which is why I, that's yeah. what I know. Yeah. <laughs> but I did see The Village, too. And I remember thinking it was all right. Huh. All right, I'll have to check those out. I'm going to put them in my, my to-watch list. Yeah. It could be they, it could be happening right here in Ohio in the parks. It could be happening. Oh, it for sure is happening in Ohio. <laughs> of any place, it's happening oh, in Ohio. I think it's down around Buckeye Lake <laughs> or Buckeye <laughs> Creek or whatever the hell it's called. <laughs> well, we're going to take a quick break, get some more beers, and then uh, when we come back, we'll get to some new stories from 2022. We'll talk about some of the top 10 beers and breweries in the, uh, in the country, according to the all-powerful untapped.com. So... Stick around, and we will be right back after this. If you're like me, you probably enjoy getting t-shirts from all the different breweries you visit. Well, now there's a club that allows you to receive a t-shirt from different breweries throughout the country. Shirts on Tap gives customers several different options each month as they're able to choose a brewery from San Diego, Denver, Portland, Seattle, Dallas, New England, and Chicago. Subscribers will then select their shirt design and whether or not they wish to upgrade their box to include a hoodie, long sleeve, baseball tee, or a hat. There's no long-term commitment to the subscription, and you can cancel at any time. If you don't like any of the selections for that month, 
you can choose to skip it altogether. So head on over to shirtsontap.com and enter the code RQ7SZR and receive $10 off your first month. Again, that's shirtsontap.com. Use the code RQ7SZR and receive $10 off your first month. show this week we are broadcasting with the guys from necronomapod podcast there's five of us if we find five more people we can have a war games there we go <laughs> that'd be all right <laughs> us versus them though right we're one team yeah yeah it's us five oh okay them. whatever pussies want to sure take us that, on though. ian starts ian starts though for us okay bob okay. goes second okay um i think i think dave and i should be towards the end probably because i think we're gonna get winded the fastest <laughs> I know so. I, David. I'm not I, sure Dave knows what a war game is. <laughs> I, I was hoping to catch on here. Well, I'm not sure what a war game is. So it's a it's a it's a wrestling match, and it's it's two rings with a cage around it. A cage around the entire thing. Oh. Two guys start fighting each other. The rest of us. So like if Ian starts, us four are locked in a cage on the outside, as well as four guys from the other team. Every five minutes, one of us gets released. And it goes until one fall, right? And it actually doesn't even, the official match doesn't start till all 10 guys are yeah. in the ring. Understood. So, like, if Ian's in first, he's going to be taking a shit ton of punishment. Or right. whoever's in first. Yeah, I'll go last. I like, yeah. I like, how, like yeah, I'm going to go last. I like how he sent Ian in first. Yeah. He's like, Ian's got to go first. Well, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He's, I didn't have a say in the He's the showman. He's just ready to beat some ass. That's yeah, it. he's ready to go. But I, to be fair, I sacrificed Bob second. So. That's true. Well, that's fine. <laughs> There are they're the guys with the endurance. <laughs> That's wrong. Right, so. That is wrong. We will lose quickly. <laughs> so uh, we are back here. We're going to talk a little bit about 2022 and some of the top news stories. Let's drink some beers, guys. What do we all got here? Oh, my gosh. It's in stereo almost. <laughs> so, so there's a couple of Tangerine Express, and uh, my hearts go out to you for drinking those. I have not tried it's it yet. so bad. First <laughs> It's the worst beer. It's, on not, the it's not good. What is it? Tangerine Express? Hazy IPA? I actually don't think that's bad at all. Well, let's, I let's quite like it. What, let's talk about what we have it in front no? of us. No, uh, yeah. Good. We get, so I want a quick story real quick about the Tangerine Express. We bought this one time, a six-pack, me and my girlfriend, and we were sitting on the deck drinking it. We drank one each, and we were like, this is the worst beer ever. What can we do to not waste this? So we made chicken. It, it marinates a mean chicken. Okay. But it tastes like fuck when you I drink it. I don't dislike <laughs> it. I don't mind it. Well, oh. Mike, you're a weird guy. So, <laughs> How strong is it? What What's the... 6.7? That's it, not bad. It's okay going down. Going it's that, got yeah. a weird taste on the back end. Taste, it's got a weird front. A weird like aroma. Okay. It's got a weird first taste, a weird second taste. No, and no, no. I, I think it's it tastes like tangerine. It doesn't taste like an IPA. It's very smooth yeah. when it comes to that. I don't think and it's very IPA. Yeah, I agree that's with what that. I mean. It's very, very, very different. But I just don't like that tangerine taste. That's understandable. Would you Would you say that about Dave? Like any tangerine though? Like you're just not a tangerine probably fan. I like to eat or, a tangerine itself. But I mean, like, I don't no. necessarily <laughs> like it in the beer though. Period. Any kind of beer probably. What if it was yeah. in a ham sandwich? Oh, I, no. I don't think in that context no, I would no, like it either. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. Uh, do you like that, Bob? I mean, who doesn't like that? You like I, a tangerine and a ham sandwich? <laughs> no, I don't. Oh. Oh. I mean, I've never had it, but... Uh, I, I was about to end our friendship. 
I was, <laughs> the, Wait, have you had it then? No. So then how do you know that you wouldn't like it? Because it just sounds fucking gross. <laughs> I don't know what that means. It sounds like you're tiptoeing with pineapple on pizza, and Necronomapod is very anti Hawaiian oh, pizza. That's right. If we get the uh, if we get the the, the savories with the sweets, it doesn't work around this part. So no, no, not a fan. That's nope. a very divisive category. Are you a topic. fan, you know, Kenny? I I I can eat it. I, yeah, I, I, I don't hate it. <laughs> but you don't order it. If it's there, you would eat it. If it was there, I'd eat it. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm not. I don't go out of my way to make it. All right. Well, you're okay then. All right, you're fine. <laughs> so the reason we're drinking Stone is uh, they've actually made the two two of the biggest stories, in my opinion, for the year. So the first one is in um, they had sued Molson Coors for a trademark infringement uh, back in I think 2021, and basically what had happened was when did home. Do you know the answer to this question? You probably don't. But when did Molson Coors acquire Keystone? Mm, I don't know. I didn't do that much research. So. That sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they they got Molson Coors got Keystone, and they they changed the brand and the label on the Keystone can to highlight the word Stone. Now, Stone in the past has sued, I think they had uh, over a couple hundred open legal cases where they've sued for infringement on the name Stone. Like they trademarked the fucking word Stone. Anything with Stone in the name. If it was, yeah, like like even Keystone, I'm sure that they were like, eh, we could, we could probably put it on. We might, we might own you in a few months. Stand by. <laughs> so they, they've sued little breweries that were like, um, you know, shale stone or whatever you know they it, they yeah. were like oh you calling yourself stone we're pretty sure they own tombstone frozen pizzas now right exactly <laughs> like, <laughs> it, it's it's kind of lame like to, to, that you're able to trademark the word stone when it's such a it's a common it's a generic word yeah well in yeah. reality a lot of these companies they wouldn't win with they would they just wanted to cease and desist and say hey like you know there's a there's an issue with uh, if somebody looks up stone, you might come up, and we don't want that to be mm. the case, which as a huge company that they were, that's what they want, which is, in my mind, it's shitty, but like for a corporation, you know, yeah, I get it. Like you want the recognition. You want the name recognition. So key, yeah. the key part of Keystone was very small on the can, mm -hmm. and the stone part was very large. Because everybody wants a rack of stones. Yes. You know? yeah. and, and what they would do is they would, I think they specifically told their like distributors and stuff, make sure that they're marketing it where they're facing stone out on the shelf. You know what I mean? They wanted yeah. you to see the stone. And I remember seeing that. Yeah. Just oh, yeah. stone. Yeah. It looks sweet. And, and you know, people. I, well, when you're a Stone Cold fan. You know, I also, also that. I, my eyes go right to it. I also think it's really unlikely that people were buying Keystone thinking they were buying Stone beers because it's probably two different categories of people. Yeah. <laughs> Do you live in the world also, that we live in, though? Yeah. Mm. It's not people don't know what people. side of the road to drive on. <laughs> Listen, I, I mean, there's some people south the. Uh, East or southwest of me in Seville, that probably were buying Keystone because it was Keystone, not sure. because it said Stone on it. And people who are going to the store to look for Stone, 
are not going to mistake it right. keystone for stone. Right. Probably. It's a bit of a price differential, no? <laughs> also <laughs> that. You can get a case or a six-pack by the same price. Get like a fucking 30-pack of keystone. 30-rack, yeah. <laughs> so so uh, after a three-week trial, uh, the judge actually awarded uh, Stone $56 million in damages from the uh, Molson Coors Company. Which was short of the two hundred and sixteen million Stone mm. was asking for. God damn! <laughs> so they uh, they ended up winning, and, and Molson Coors said um, it said uh, the spokesperson Marty Maloney used the decision as an opportunity to take another swipe at Stone, insinuating that the smaller brewery had other motives for their lawsuit. What we learned through this trial is that Stone's lawsuit was not driven by consumer confusion and that Stone Brewing has $464 million in debt to pay to their private equity investors in 2023. Which leads us to our second story. Which leads us to our second story. In September of 2022, the Japanese uh, uh, beer company Sapporo bought Stone for $165 million. Now, I heard also that they ate all of the debt that Stone had incurred. So they paid 165 million cash, but then they ate that debt mm-hmm. too. So really they paid probably 500 million. Yeah. I, I bet this, the lawsuit though was like a, it was just a contingency right there. And they're like, well, if you don't win, um, <laughs> yes. maybe we're not going to purchase this, but. <laughs> or maybe they were like, listen, if you only win fifty six million, we're gonna this is all gonna, we're yeah. gonna buy you for it's pennies on the dollar. Yeah. <laughs> so they bought uh, they bought them on Wednesday, August thirty first, giving the Japanese beer maker one of the top ten craft breweries by volume in the U S. in twenty twenty one, and the eighteenth largest brewing operation overall. Um, so Stone still they still brew Stone beer in California, but they're also I believe uh, they're going to be brewing. Or they are brewing Sapporo's beer too, which now, I mean, you could buy Sapporo here anyways. I don't so know if you guys have ever, ever been had a, that. Oh, I'm a big fan of Sapporo. Sapporo's delicious. I like it. Yeah. Get the Tokyo 22 ounce it, right? can every time I go for sushi. <laughs> which is crazy though. Because Multiple 22 ounce cans. <laughs> you don't ever see them in stores, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's a rarity, wow. but like they're a huge company. They're a monster yeah. company. Like, and yet like in the United States, like we talked about this in a, in a, in a uh, past episode, yeah. <laughs> like, it's it's crazy to think that that company is like, oh, yeah, we can just acquire this right. small brewery, which is Stone, which, you know, it's is nationwide, if not, yeah. I'm not sure how far they, they distribute, but I'm sure it's further than the, than the United States. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, just, uh, they're the largest Japanese manufacturer. Well, no, I'm not talking about support. Oh, I'm oh, talking about Stone. Oh, oh, 18th, it said, I think, 18th largest. I mean, but do they just do the United States or do they go? Well, no, there? because it, they they were overseas because uh, Greg Cook bought uh, Stone, bought that place in Germany. Yeah, so, yeah that, exactly. And they that failed and BrewDog bought it. So and then this Sapporo that, again, you can barely find in the United States. <laughs> Is able to purchase this company that's multinational. Well, and think and about huge. Think you know? about for the price that they paid. Like, I mean, one hundred sixty-five million. We we could probably get there if we pulled our money. Yeah, sure. But, no problem. But, wait, no how problem. much you got on you? Like twenty bucks. <laughs> but it's assuming that debt, like you said, that's a lot of debt to it's take. A lot over. of debt. And, and so they, you know, I mean, they bought a really popular brand 
for a, a, a really affordable price, ate some debt. They're going to, it says that their stated goal is to produce 360,000 barrels of beer in the U.S. at Stone's facility by the close of 2024. And that the company said it would essentially double production at Stone, which produced 326,281 barrels in 2021. With that, I mean, like you guys, obviously, you know, we're all beer drinkers, but like Stone, right? What's your, what's your make on, uh, we already talked about like this tangerine beer that we have, but like. As a company, what do you guys know about Stone? You know? no, nothing. <laughs> if you would have asked me, like, what Stone was, I, he'd have been I like, that shit know. you get when you're smoking weed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What What else do they produce? They have They have one real popular. But, but they don't, though. <laughs> Arrogant Bastard was, was a popular. Yes, oh, I've, I've heard anymore. of that before. That was the, wasn't that like 13 and a half percent? Like something crazy. It's higher. It's like, I think it might be 11, 11 or 12, but yeah, it's got, um, they, they do uh 22 ounce bottles of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, but they sold it off. Oh, did they? I didn't know. Anyway, no, yeah. That. Oh, that was a while ago. A while back, they sold Arrogant Bastard. So their, their biggest brand name was Arrogant Bastard. It's gone, and it's gone. And they were like, well, we don't want to sell out, but this brand is pretty solid for us. So we're going to sell it. And somebody else can own it and, and then go from there and we're going to keep everything else. And then we're in good shape. Mm. So arrogant bastard is no longer has. Well, I mean, obviously stone isn't no longer a thing, but like uh arrogant bastard was, it was, it was out of their hands for a while before that. But again, that's, that's all like most people knew of mm-hmm. stone was arrogant bastard or maybe stone IPA. You'll see at a bar here and there. You know? I think that's yeah. the one. I know Arrogant Bastard, maybe Stone IPA I'm sure. also thinking of. So what is Sapporo buying? The, the shelf space, the distribution channels? What's no, the work the, there? They're buying the in the United States manufacturing ability. Makes so, it a hell of a lot easier okay. to, distri- to distribute. They're like, we don't have to transfer it from fucking Japan to here. So it's the infrastructure more <laughs> than the brand name yeah. that they're buying. Well, right. what, just, what just happened uh, with the Hawaii brand? Oh, so yeah, Kona. Was yeah. It, was it Kona? Or, no, Kona. Maui Brewing. Maui, that's right. Maui yeah. Brewing bought Modern Times in California. In California, because they're like, we don't want to ship this shit anymore. We're just going to buy a brewery, and we're going to make it there, and then we can distribute it in the United States. Okay. And when Call you think of, when you think about, like, the you want to buy fresh beer, right? You want to drink fresh beer. And if you're starting to ship shit from Japan, and you've all seen what we've had to go through with, uh, you know, shortages and stuff like mm. that. Nobody working at the docks to unload these freighters that just sit there and nobody to deliver this. Now you can deliver it right from California. You know what I mean? It makes it a hell of a lot okay. easier. Yeah. And, and like it says here, you know, they're going to, their plan is to brew 360,000 barrels a year at mm. stone by 2024. That's probably, I don't have the statistic of what they were producing here or, you know, distributing it in the U S but it, I'm sure it wasn't 360,000 barrels. Yeah. Um, and, and I'll tell you the craft aspect is going to go downhill. I think so. the amount of beers that they're going to put out different than just their normal kind of like, like anything else, you know, like any other company that's got bought up by InBev or anything like that. Yeah. They're going to, they're going to drop their category a bit or or sorry, their, um, their catalog a bit. And they're, you know, they're going to, obviously they're going to be brewing Sapporo a bunch and then they're going to have their normal beers and that's going to be it. Well, and according to the the statistics over from 2019, Stone's been losing money 
they, they posted a $251 million sales in 2019 and they still lost 12.3 million. So, <laughs> so they, nice. whoops. And then, and then in, uh, in 2021, they, they had 230 million in op in sales and they lost uh 9.6. <laughs> so, Maybe the gargoyle's mm. sex appeal is really not there anymore. It's gone. Well, it's gone. I, think, I think the guy that used to own it, Greg Cook, was uh, he was really arrogant, and and he walked into Germany. Oh, was he? Yes, he was. Uh, no, no pun intended. He walked into Germany and wanted to create this monster mecca beer hall, a stone beer hall, and you know Germany is about the Rheinheitsgebiet. They're about the the. You know traditional beers. Oh yeah! Don't, if you guys don't know about this, the Rheinhardtgebiet is the German uh, purity, purity laws. laws. Yeah. So where you can is, only use uh, bar, uh, Jesus, <clears throat> barley, <laughs> hops, yes. water, and yeast. Um, so no, no additional adjuncts or anything weird. Like you can't you can't use chemicals. You can't use anything. Okay. Else like that's that. why when you go there, that's why it's Dunkel and it's like light beer, right? Like well, that's I like, mean, that's, like there's, there's a lot of beer options but like everything is is literally made of of grain hops and yeast and then that's it like they yeah they're not yeah. they're not they putting put chocolate they put garbage, you know what i mean they yeah they i applaud that quite frankly yeah. i don't mind it well there's mm-hmm. a lot of there's a lot of people uh there's a lot of people that say that it's uh it gives you the purest beer which is that's why they drink so much beer out there because they don't get hangovers they don't get shit, no shit in because it. they don't have garbage in their beer they're not drinking fucking Pepsi beer, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, right. They're 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 living the the pure life off of this uh, just pure ass beer. You mean to tell me they don't have Mountain Dew uh, alcohol over there? Like we got sitting <laughs> I mean, here next to us. Out, really. We're gonna crack open some of these tonight before the show ends. Well, we're we're opening some of this. It's gonna happen. Yeah. Well, yeah, we, we, we can talk about, we, we can get into that story right now too. But just to close on that, Greg Cook, he he walked into that into Germany where fucking beer was born. And he's like, I'm the beer Jesus. Yeah. He called mm. himself the beer Jesus. Like, They're like, hey, sucker dicks, wait, motherfucker. Did not Matt Cole do the same thing? Hey, no, Matt Cole's a good guy. and I'm, I know I'm, he's, a, he's a great don't guy. Don't talk but... shit about him. I'm going to have him on my show. <laughs> but does Who's he, Matt he, Cole? Does he not own a couple? Fatheads. Oh, fuck that I'm guy. Sure he's... <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I like fatheads. <laughs> Matt, we love you. He's opened a couple breweries in Germany I don't know about that. I'll ask him. Do you have him booked? I yeah. do. I do. Oh, do you? Oh, okay. Oh, can you ask him for me? The original, the Fatheads out in North Olmsted used to have the best nachos in town. <laughs> anywhere. Okay. Beer. I have a question about the appetizers. Completely changed them. They were like wonton. I don't know what kind of nachos they were, but they were fucking fantastic. I remember you saying this. They're different now. They're gone. Ask that guy I to will. bring back those nachos that they no, had at the Fatheads in North Olmsted. The one Olmstead. that you were talking about is... Holy shit, were those good. Right? It's the ori- the one in North Olmsted. Yeah. Yeah. It's the original. That's where, well, that's where Cole started. Best nachos I've ever had in my life. I actually think Pittsburgh was the original one. Not with the brewing, though. Okay. So they started brewing in Ohio. They were originally a restaurant in Pittsburgh. Mm. And then they wanted to get beer, so they started brewing in Ohio. 
And then they got that on the on the train and all that. I, I don't know if that uh, metaphor makes any you sense. You like that? You know, on the train. I'll, I'll pull the train out there, so it makes sense. <laughs> hey, Matt, bring those nachos back. Man. Yes, those were so fucking good. I'm Fuck the see. beer questions. We don't know about the nachos. I'm going. I'm going hot about the nachos when <laughs> yes. I. Yes, oh, he's man. a big barbecue guy. Those are awesome. He's yeah, a barbecue guy. <laughs> Uh, so the other story I had it was uh, kind of interesting. Monster Energy acquired Canarchy. So Canarchy is a uh, conglomerate of beers. Uh, I think um, Cigar City's one of them. Oscar Blues. Um, so they they I've had Oscar Blues. Yeah. No. So so they're part of this. Uh, they were part of Canarchy. Monster Beverage acquired them for three hundred and thirty million. Monster, as in the energy drink. The energy drink. Yep. Yes, Monster Energy Drink. And their their big, I think their big hella blue was to uh, get into the hard Mountain Dews and stuff. Fuck yes. So they they basically took. Um, it was Cigar City, Oscar Blues, Deep Alum, Perrin Brewing, Squatters, and Wasatch to the Monster Beverage portfolio. Um, I've heard of Cigar City before, too. I yeah. don't know if I've had it. But it's, over in, it's in Florida. Yeah. Okay. They're, they're most popular. You've probably had Highline. Highline. Yeah. yeah which probably. Is, is, I, that's their most popular one that you can get up here. Um, so... There's also, a, a, in 2021, Bloomberg reported that Monster Beverage was exploring a deal with Modelo and Corona. It's Constellation, uh, right? Constellation brands, yeah. 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 They, they wanted to get into... Who, who did Constellation just acquire in the last two years? They acquired a big boy, was not Wasn't it um, uh, New Belgium? I think so, yeah, that's right. I think, so. yes. And then just, mm. it was, that's, that's right, they... they because New Belgium was was owned privately, and then it was company. Well, it, it was, was a company. Owned. Owned. Yeah, yeah. They sold owned. they they sold it to the to the employees, and then the employees sold it to Constellation. <laughs> so so they, yeah, Constellation they, owns like a lot of the, like you said, like the Modellos, the Coronas, the that kind of stuff. But I mean, everybody wants to make money, and if uh, New Belgium's making money, then fuck it. Well, so here's the other thing too: Coca Cola actually owns. <clears throat> Part of Monster, mm-hmm. so now they have they own sixteen percent or seventeen percent in Monster, and there's speculation that they they want to try to buy the whole thing. So now you're talking about adding like Coke, hard Cokes, you know, yeah. you, like like the hard Mountain Dews. Get at it. I'm surprised that's not a thing yet, though. To be honest, Seriously. like why would that I'm not it's be? taking this long? Like, why would, like, Jack and Coke not come together on some kind of drink and sell little bottles of Jack and Coke? Well, so we talked about, Mm. Bob and I talked about this before. One Mm. of the biggest uh, growing products was uh, canned cocktails in in 2021. Uh, From basically, I think it started growing from COVID. Bob can't seem to wrap his head around why people would buy these drinks. And I said, dude, nobody wants to carry around a bottle of vodka and a bottle of fucking. Well, you're a fool. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to buy a six pack of canned cocktails for $24 when you can buy a bottle of liquor for $20 and a mixer for $6. And you can make 30 times the drinks. <laughs> but, but then you got to yeah. carry a Let's backpack. Let's just call it maybe 10 times the drinks. Then you got to carry a backpack into the park. 
Are you opposed to carrying a backpack? <laughs> so that's kind of what high noon is, right? Like Mike, you drink high noon. On I love high noon. vodka and juice sort of thing. Yeah, high noon is more of a seltzer, I believe. It's not a canned cocktail. I don't think, right? I'm not sure what they consider themselves. Because it's, I know, but it's, it's not. Is it actual vodka or is it like malt they, liquor? I don't think they consider themselves a seltzer, though. It's more of like the the fruit juice mixed with the vodka. Oh, okay, maybe maybe that's true then. Um, okay. but I also like I love those, but I'm also a big fan of. Uh, a handle of Tito's and a t- eight pack of bubbly and I make my own Absolutely. and it's, it's much more cost effective. And yeah. you know what? When I make them myself, I tend to get a little drunker. I don't know how that happens, <laughs> but because we pour triples. Yeah. yeah. That's why. Oh, excuse me. It's buble. By the way, excuse me. Buble. <laughs> Big fan of the cherry buble with that Tito's. You also, I don't know if you, if you really think of the, the impact though, because there's so many cans, there's so many like, with the, with a canned cocktail, you're running through aluminum, which, you know, some people, it is what uh, recycling is, what it is, right? Yeah. yeah and nobody knows where every, anything goes, and maybe we're just throwing this shit in the trash. The I like, team told me that it just goes to a landfill. And in most Cle- likely Cleveland. does. Nobody <laughs> really knows. But <laughs> in, Cle- I mean. in Cleveland, that's that's true. It's a packaging <laughs> issue. It's a, there's there's so much shit that to me, canned cocktails don't make any sense. But obviously, to the uh, consumer. Which perhaps I'm not. You're not. You're, it not is what it is. <laughs> You're not even a seller. But there's just something better about making it yourself, right? I just making your own that. little drink. I drink a lot of Crown and Gingers. I'm thinking about yeah. what a can of Crown and Ginger would. Oh, it's definitely out there. Like it's got to be there. It's got to be there. You would. I don't like want that. Yeah, I don't want that. <laughs> so, Dave, and this is a hundred percent the truth. If you bought a six pack of what I would imagine a Crown and Ginger would be, a six pack of cans of that. You would have the same buzz as if you made your own two crown and ginger. That's exactly right. Because yeah. I pour triples. Exactly. Call you cost you three times the right. price. I'm not doing that. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yep. So Coca-Cola teamed up. Uh, they did team up with Molson Coors and they created Topo Chico hard seltzer. And they're working with, or it said uh, they are working with Constellation to, what am I reading here? Launch ready, ready to, to drink, drink cocktails through the Fresca <laughs> brand. Uh, How do you write this stuff? Alcohol's <laughs> kicking in. Let's go. Pepsi, PepsiCo and Sam Adams are uh, followed up last summer and launched a hard offering under the Mountain Dew uh, brand, which we have over there. So. Well, do we do we all know about what happened with uh, Sam Adams and their their wonderful line of seltzers? <laughs> no, no, just tr- we certainly truly, don't. Right? Truly, yes, truly. correct. That Sam Adams was truly. Is, yeah. Sam Adams is truly. What? Yes. So Sam Adams put up a, a real high marker on their seltzer beverages for their investors. And they're like, hey, seltzer's going to kill. We're going to make a ton of money. Like, this is going to be the next thing. This All is right. going to be fucking Disney World for us. Right? And it did not. So they got sued by their investors. <laughs> and, I mean, they gave them money because they're like, yeah, we, we fucking, they ended up dumping a shitload of seltzer. Like Sam Adams, you can look it up. Like uh, they dumped a shitload of their truly seltzers because they just couldn't sell them. Mm. Well, they they call it a well. The date was not accurate, and we didn't want a we didn't want a, a non fresh product. Oh, okay, right. So they had to dump they them. They had to purge. It was a purge. <laughs> but I mean, like I say, we drink one of these guys. We got to crack them well, over. Yeah, let's, let's, let's crack them over. So what is that? Is that malt liquor then that are in most of these? It's just malt liquor, right? Uh, well, Technically, I would say yes. 
Yeah. It is it's the same as a Colt 45. A no, alcohol-wise, right? Not at all. No. It doesn't taste, not taste-wise, but it's all malt liquor, right? Well, I think it's just like a seltzer. It's just a sugar. And a and sugar, uh, yeah, sugar fermented with a uh, with an, a flavor so, additive. I wanted the Baja Blast. That's yeah, what I got. What do I you guys the want? The Baja Blast is the best. You want one? Uh, no, I want, I, want the, I want something. I want the regular. I'm a purist. I don't know what I sense. I got watermelon. I sense a headache tomorrow morning if I'm going to be having one of these. What's the regular? Just that right green there, one? Just hard. The one that just, there you the go. Green. Which one you want? I don't care. Well, I'm going to give you a Baja Blast like me. What do you want? You're oh. a Mountain Dew guy. You want a sip of one? Uh, I'll have a sip of whatever you have. I'm going to tell you I right got the now, Baja Blast. as okay. a diabetic and I see that it's zero sugar, this might be my new drink right here. Guys. I'm also surprised that Taco Bell did not get it on this. Yeah, for real. <laughs> it's malt beverage. It's all the same. It's just malt liquor. So in my mind, this is going to be... A, malt beverage. This is going to be... all that stuff is. This it's is all going to be Boone's Farm, right? right? This is Boone's Farm? <laughs> It's a Colt 45 with sugar water. Ian's like, no. I, I, I concur, Ian. I concur. Ian, Ian, tell me what you think. That's <laughs> good. That is rough. Dude, Ooh. so it, it... It's like a carbonated uh, Mad Dog 2020. It tastes like they used uh, Stevia or, or... Look, I'm going to be honest. Uh, I don't think it's awful, but I, I don't think I could drink a whole can. <laughs> this is disgusting. It's Who too sugary. drinks this? I couldn't drink all of this. It doesn't taste terrible. Right, so it, there was a huge... There was a huge display in the oh, Giant Eagle. That's bad. I'm sure the Giant Eagle that you guys go. I'm sure you saw it. Yeah. It was there for a while, and now it's gone. It's like cost. There's probably so. a reason why. That well, the, the drug mart, the drug mart right by us up the road, oh, still yeah. has a display, oh. and I saw. That shit's terrible. <laughs> it is extremely sweet. It's it's extremely but, sweet, but it's fake sweet. It, yeah. It's, oh, it's, oh complete, yeah. it's like there must be aspartame in it. It's it's, it's totally. Uh, it's that's definitely some ass in it. I'm trying, like I, I'm hitting a nostalgic <laughs> taste in the back of my brain here somewhere, and I'm trying to. It tastes like Mad Dog it. 2020. The it is very much a Boone's Farm. Is that what it is? Mad Dog. I think so. I was always the so the watermelon's just hot garbage. Don't ever even try that. One. It's terrible. Oh my! What, God, does anyone want to try bad. the Baja? I mean, I don't mind Sharon. Yes. Yeah, I don't mind. Oh, I'm not drinking the rest of that. That's awful. <sighs> they, they, I like that. I kind of like the Baja Blast a little bit better. That's the that's less it tastes, sweet. It tastes nothing like Mountain Dew. No, and it, but it's less sweet than Baja. Try Baja. <laughs> yeah, that's you all right, Dave. No, it's horrible. He needs oh, I thought he was it. going to get sick. I was like, God I'm damn, Hal. Throw up. <laughs> <laughs> He's so offended by it. There you go. <laughs> that would broken be... skull. That's now see. That's way sweeter than that. If if he would have thrown up, it'd have been the first time ever on my. I show. don't either, <laughs> but I can't drink it. Like I'm not gonna be drinking all this. Drink yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's bad. Like if you gave me a shot of this, I'm like, oh okay, that's a fun oh. little shot. That's that, it. That is just rotten. I don't I don't hate it though. Like I it, I, I could drink. It. But that one's better. The like original that. is better. Okay, I would drink it over the stupid tangerine. I drink everything over this fucking tangerine. Like, how does, I, I don't drink any of that kind of stuff. How does that compare to White Claw or Truly or Seltzer drinks? Is, do they all kind of taste like that? I don't like drink that? that either. So. No, so, so oh I think, God. I think. Like, I don't know what any of that stuff tastes like. I that think is fucking that White terrible. Claw and, and those, those to me taste like uh, Alka-Seltzer with flavor. And, and okay. I hate Alka-Seltzer. Like, this. If you like this the bubblies, if you like different. the, if you like the, you know, that kind of like just the seltzer waters that are flavored. That's kind of what they taste like. Yeah. They this don't taste like alcohol. So, they don't taste like anything. Here, I, I think I disagree a little bit. Okay. The Trulies, the uh, the White Claws, I don't like those tastes. 
Sure. I don't like those. Yeah. I think this is even sweeter than those. It's way sweeter. Absolutely. Too much. But the, the high noon, I more compare like what you guys said. To me, that's the seltzer with like a little bit of flavor, mm. which is why I like them because they're not so sweet. The high noon is is like the bubbly where it has that little bit of sweetness, but it's not over the top like the truly or the white claws right, well, is how I see it. Let's let's pull this out. Um, so if. And again, I don't know how much you guys travel to breweries. The regular. Do, do things. Um, but have you ever had a craft seltzer from a brewery? I don't think I have. No, because that's not something I would order, no. Yeah, I mean. I, I would I try either, a sip of it, So I, I have, and one of the, Magic City does it the best. I mean, they have 10% seltzers, and they taste like mimosas. Mm, I mean, really? They're so Dave, good. you'd like that. That sounds big good. mimosa guy. They are so good. My girlfriend loves Where's Magic so, City? Uh, right off of uh, two twenty four on Manchester Road, uh, going out towards Akron. Okay. So yeah, they they um, they make some killer seltzers. Uh, those are about the only ones that I would drink. I was about to say that's the only things that you'll say with that <clears throat> because, like, again, like there's a there, there's a weird difference. So when you're talking, like, again, you, um, what was the brand that you? I said I like High Noon. High Noon, yes. yeah. So High Noon, I, again, we are not sure if it is a canned cocktail or a seltzer. It could be both. I'm not positive. I think High Noon actually has vodka in it. See, that's it's not malt liquor. That it, that's like, the gimmick, is that it's yeah. vodka. Yeah, there's some yeah, that are with like, fruit oh, juice. It's vodka mixed with something else, or there's. I think there's one that's like it's tequila, and then there's, yeah. there's other things. That, that one's terrible, by the way. I think that's the. Uh, <laughs> Oh, I forgot what it's called. I, I don't love that one. What Topo Chico was. That. That. Don't love it. So it's 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 a non it's non fermented. It's just it's just a canned cocktail. Yeah. But yeah, that's the tough part. Is you never know what the fuck you're gonna get. With is that something you would ever explore with Bob or or not? Some no. <laughs> okay. Asked and answered. Good God. <laughs> All right, I want to I want to go over the uh, the top beers in 2022 according to Untapped. Um, we'll start at number ten and work our way down. So number ten is the see guys. He knows how to do it. <laughs> he starts at ten and works his way to the big one. Oh, when right. these guys fucking read lists on our podcast, they always blow their load and read number one first. <laughs> and I'm like, well, why the fuck would I care about the rest of the list? Because you already gave me number one. You don't have to go by your rules. Wait, I'm you, sorry. Man. I'm just saying it. You build anticipation. It's called showbiz. <laughs> Says you. It's showbiz. <laughs> well, let, let us know if you've had these though. If you've had any of them before. All right. So the first like, number ten is Duval. The and it's their it's their blonde strong ale. I've had a Duval before. They're very expensive, right? They're like fifteen dollars a can. Seventeen Fuck, for yeah. a four pack. All right. So goddamn. Uh, they're number ten. Hop Slam from Bell's. In uh, I don't understand why they why you can't find them. Hop Hop, hop, yeah, Slam? hop Slam was a good beer, but I think always I like think a, you can't find. It's like it the Eagle Rare of fucking Bell's beer. <laughs> <laughs> I, like I like Bell's Bell. Oberon. I like Bell's, fan of Bell's with, with the two-hearted. Two-hearted, yeah. But I've never higher on the list. Why are you blowing the load so early? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm just talking about what we were saying. I didn't say anything about the list, pal. It's a very good beer. I think you'd enjoy it if you could find it. I've never heard of it. Yeah, it should it should be? It was it was always very accessible back in the day. I know in the summertime it's definitely more accessible yeah. out here. I don't. Yeah, I don't know what the deal so is. So number eight, I'm sure you guys haven't had because they're from the. Far East Coast, the Alchemist. Uh, it's called Focal Banger. We're in Ohio. Mm -mm. It's not, 
I know, but, but what is the Far East? Coast? So wait, it's <laughs> the Japan, Far East, the, the Rising coast. Sun. <laughs> no, it's. I should say it's because they don't really they don't distribute here, so you'd have Correct. to know yeah. somebody that knows somebody or whatever to get it for you. Uh, number seven is the Trappist. I don't even know how to say this. <laughs> Trappist West Blur Turton. <laughs> we should make 12. Ian read it. Read number seven. Trappist. <laughs> <laughs> Wells, <laughs> Wells for Latin, twelve. It's the whole thing. The whole so thing. that's the name of the beer, and it's from what brewery? <laughs> Brewergy, this, descent, six Tolsven, Wester Eleven. <laughs> Not gonna, not gonna, not gonna work here anymore. That's why they're number seven because nobody could fucking say what they wanted to buy. I would uh, not, I would not buy that. The only way that you can order that is just point. Yeah, right. what, what, I will yeah. do that one. Is that number six? Yeah. I'll take it. Speaking of number six, King Julius from Treehouse. You've had of, this. I've had it's a fantastic beer. Um, you didn't bring any for us. I didn't have any left of that. How much did it cost for you for a six pack? Uh, so I buy. I usually buy a case, and it's about one hundred and ten bucks. So, <laughs> oh boy, Jesus. Uh, so, <laughs> number five is Zombie Dust, which we actually have by Three Floyds. That's a great pale ale. That's a Wait, good beer. Has anybody had any today? Yeah, I yeah. drank a can earlier in the show. There's, I thought it was really yeah, good. There's two yeah. cans on. Yeah. The, I had one earlier. I thought it was excellent. Crack one real quick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I was at the store the other day, so I looked at your list and I. Thought I would pick up some anything on the list, and that's the only thing I could find. You want one? Dave, can you get Bob one? Do you have one? Oh, you got it? Uh, number four is actually Two Hearted by Bells. It's fantastic. It's delicious. delicious. Oh, you mentioned that earlier, Mike. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> uh, number three, which I think we have in there, too. Maybe. Yes. Number three is the Yingling Traditional Lager, which I, I, love this one. I, love this one. Which I hate, but I'm going to drink it, so... I, I, I don't need any of those ones. No, no, no. So that was always a thing. Yingling never had distributorship in Ohio. Yeah. So anytime any of your friends went to Pennsylvania, like, hey, pick me up some Yingling. Right. It was a big thing. Big thing. You oh, got to get the Yingling. Yeah. As soon as they started distributing in Ohio, like, eh. Yeah, it was like, that. Eh, fuck it. It's not, it's that, not that good. It's always like that when you can't get something. The Yingling <laughs> light, I actually prefer better than the regular, the lager. Yeah, I don't. It, yeah. it, like they're, it's just okay. I'd rather it's, drink their Hershey's Porter over any. Oh, do you like that one? Yeah, I mean, I don't like it. It's better than. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's the question. It's number three on the list. No, that's like what's that good? But it's, I don't but understand. It, it's a, it's a. Obviously, they're the oldest craft brewery in the United States, and and that, is that what gets it though? I, well, I think so. Is this list biased? Well, is this I mean, biased I, to old people? I think it's the easiest beer to get. I'm Does Gingling put this beer. list out? However, <laughs> this is a fraudulent vote. This is, this is controversy right now. <laughs> so, so they're obviously, I think, one of the easiest to get. But the next two, Hetty Top. What do you mean? You the, can't get fucking Miller Lite? Why is not on the list? Well, that's not a craft beer. Uh, I mean, what is, <laughs> is, I feel like Gingling is a tough one. That's a tough I know. One. I don't think it's craft either. But I, I, that's what I was going to ask. If anyone sounds stupid, like what makes that a craft beer? They don't make over uh, X amount of what is it? Three million barrels a year. They have. Is to, that what it is? I think it's three million. Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. If you're under three million barrels a year, you can still be considered craft. Which okay. uh, you can think thank uh, Jim Cook from 
Sam Adams for moving the goalpost every time they got close. Every He's second, like, we should yeah, throw yeah, another yeah. half million. Let's move it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, number two is Hetty Topper by The Alchemist. And number one, which I, I've had Hetty Topper. It's a really good beer. Uh, it is a good beer. Number one, Pliny the Elder from Russian River Brewing, which is out in California. It's a, so I've had this beer twice. It's very hard to get over here. Um, I rated it high on Untapped. I think it was more of the uh, the allure of drinking a beer that you have mm-hmm. heard about so much, and yeah. you know, and I, it's good, but I don't, I don't know that it's... maybe not number one. Yeah, I don't again, know. I, th- I think this is when we went back to before we were on on the air here, and we were just, what the fuck's going uh, on? I here? got a text, sir. God damn it, dude! Oh, Professional podcast over my here. My girlfriend's <laughs> at your tap room waiting for us. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, she's our DD, and she's at your tap room drinking. It's like to point out that my Apple Watch has not gone off this whole show. (laughs) You figured out how to work an Apple Watch. (laughs) Dave, can you get me one of those? Something out of that that case. What was the good one, Bob? Bob, what was the good one out of this one? Not the tangerine. I think we should try the the fear uh, the fear lions. No, the one all the way at the bottom. Oh, sorry, Dave. Gray can. Yeah, my bad. There you go. That's it. You should try it at least. I don't know. You might allow it. I need a beer, and I'm not going to drink all these Mountain Dews, so. (laughs) Or should you? Well. (laughs) I'm going to move on to the top 10 craft breweries with the most five-star check-ins in 2022. Now, I know this has got to be fucked up. So, Dogfish Head is number 10 with the most five-star check-ins. I've been to Dogfish Head. They got good beer. In Rehoboth Beach? Uh, Wait, where? In, In Boston? No, that's in Rehoboth Beach. I don't know what Isn't that, that the original one? That's that. That's uh, Delaware. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Delaware. Yeah, Delaware. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I've been there. Right, right on. Okay. That yeah. was cool. Yep. Uh, num- number nine is Yingling. Yingling has had the See, most. I, if, I think they. I think this you, is. I think this is a trick. Actually, you know who, who sponsored this is Oscar Blues. Actually, <laughs> it's weird, and they're not well, even on the go. list well, anyway. Guess, yeah. um, if you rank a Yingling beer at a five star, you're fucking stupid. So. <laughs> Number eight is uh, Sierra Nevada, which I I can't I can't argue with. Sierra Nevada makes mm-hmm. some great beers. Number seven is Sam Adams. I mean, Sam Adams makes good beers too, for sure. Uh, I mean, yeah, but like not five. I don't know about five star. Five That's, star. Five stars. I don't give a lot. What of is five a five? Stars. What is, like where are they pulling this data Sam from? Adams. So it's untapped. You guys have all, uh, which is an Sam app. Uh-huh. That you check in Would your you, beers. So if you go to this brewery and you're like, yeah, this place is great, I give it five stars. So like, no, well, so like, if if I wanted to go on here and, and rank this Yingling, I'd go into my untapped account mm-hmm. and I would I would rank it, and then that would take that data and move it. If I gave it a five star, that then it would compile. So it's not necessarily you're at the actual brewery. It's compiling all the brews that they make at these breweries Correct. and aggregate. Okay. So like, yeah, so so Sam Adams is seven. Now, number six is Toppling Goliath, which I really like Pseudo Sue and King Sue. Those are two of my favorite beers. So, I mean, I don't, again, I'm not sure about other beers from them, if they're five star, but I mean, I guess that's very subjective. <laughs> well, this whole thing is subjective. Absolutely. The Alchemist. The fucking court is subjective. No. This court? That's what I just said. The court? <laughs> yeah. What court? Court of public truth? opinion. <laughs> the court the truth. <laughs> of the most badass war games team of the all war time. Games, yes. War games. <laughs> uh, number four is Other Half Brewing Company. Number three is Russian River, which I, I would have thought they would have been number two. But I like how we're going to pass over Other Half. Who the fuck is Other Half? 
Other half, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Who <laughs> so I made four. That's why spots. I passed over like, them. <laughs> I think I've heard of them, but I don't really know if I've ever had anything from them. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, as Bob said. <laughs> Russian <laughs> River was three. Bells is two, and Treehouse is one. Uh, Treehouse, they're good. They're Talk about Treehouse for a second. Let people know. Where are they from? So they're out in New England area, like Boston. And they've, so they have this massive uh, facility that started out of like a farmhouse. And they've, they've actually grown three times uh, throughout the years. And what they have is uh, just, I was there in 2019 and they opened at 11 o'clock and I was in line, uh, and it took me two hours to get through the line to order my beer to go. Holy cow. And that was on a Wednesday at 11 a.m. Mm. when they opened. And I, I was standing behind this guy and I said, is it always this busy? He's like, bro, this isn't busy. He's like, you see that that uh, shed about a half a mile over there? He goes, I've stood there in line. That's I've been that far out waiting like it took six, eight hours to get through line. Like no beer's that good. I would never do that. I just <laughs> yeah, don't believe don't that. And then and then we get up there and, and like I wanted to buy a pint or have you know have a couple pints at the at the bar. They limit you. You're only allowed to have one sixteen ounce pour or two eights. They sell you a ticket for that, and then that's it. Cause they don't want you sitting there getting shit faced at their brewery. <laughs> they want you to buy the stuff to go. Holy cow. And my I walked out of there. I had a case and it was about 140 bucks with what I picked. I saw people pulling dollies out of there with like eight cases. I mean, there was thousands of dollars rolling in and out of this place. And how what was it good? Oh, I love the beer. Yeah. I love the beer, but like I mean, you got to love it if you're spending 140. Like you, you really just have to convince yourself, even if you don't love it. (laughs) (laughs) But if you didn't live there, would you be waiting in that line every day? No, I don't know. I like, I mean, you've waited in lines here in Ohio. I have waited in lines here, but I've never waited like the two hours that I waited there. Like it, it, I mean, it was like going through like this serpentine of a line. I mean, it took forever, you know, and that's crazy. crazy. But after I drank six of them, I'd be like, yeah, I could have drank six Miller Lights. Yeah. <laughs> I would have got to the same place. And I'm feeling pretty, pretty, yeah, pretty good. I don't know. And they, they do not distribute outside of their. They don't have to, apparently. Yeah, no, no it sounds like they're doing just fine. You show up on a Wednesday at 11 o'clock. You're going to wait two hours to get your beer. So <laughs> they actually now have, I think mm. they have like four, three or four other locations that you can do orders to pick up and stuff. So it makes it a little bit easier, but yeah, it it was, that was rough, man. But it, I enjoyed it. It was one of those things where like, I had to have it. You know what I mean? As I a, get it. That's the experience. Sure. Sure. I'm trying to think about what I would stand in line that long to get. You didn't do this in high school. <laughs> they fucking a Metallica that, tickets. That, 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 that furry dildo that you're <laughs> yeah, right. putting out. The Necronama plug. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> didn't you get suspended from school for like skipping class for Slayer tickets or something? Like, <laughs> like you've, you've Probably. Done, you told a story on the show for something about getting in trouble for waiting in. Wait, you got fired from a job? I got fired for yeah. standing in line at Monsters of Rock tickets. <laughs> so I'm just saying, there are things you will well, do. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, I'm just saying. <laughs> it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Of course. <laughs> well. 
Just saying, there are things. Monsters of Rock. Akron Rubber Bowl, 1987. 88, 87, 87. Blockbuster, what did you get fired from? CBS. CBS. Revco back then, sir. How old were you at that point? I was 42. Two. Two years old, Bob. I was two years old. All right. He was 42. I got a buddy a job once, and he was a terrible worker. And, and, he called off the one day and said his feet were just hurting him so bad he couldn't come to work. And I worked at DIY Home Warehouse in Medina. And so my boss was watching the news later that night, and they had a, a thing going on for, I think it was at Audrey Iacona back in the day. Mm-hmm. And there was a bunch of news crews around Medina, and they interviewed my buddy that called off that day. And my boss is like, I saw Wesley on the TV. <laughs> He's like, oh, no, he, did. he couldn't walk. He's <laughs> not, not smart. Don't get interviewed by the, by the news if you call off work. <laughs> so the, uh, the top 10 beer styles of 2022. I don't believe any of this, just so you know. Bob does not agree with any of these. Uh, number 10 is a Lambic, uh, which is like, um, like a fruited, like, Sourish type beer. It's right. a thick. It's a thick Belgian in my mind. Yeah, fruited. It's thick Belgian sour. What's that one? What's the most popular one the, um, that they sell around here? It's like three point two percent. It's over by the Samuel Smith beers. Um, yeah, it's uh, yeah. it's with the with the with the elephants on it, right? Yeah, yeah. It's got a bunch of weird shit on it. It's yeah, uh, it's fuck. like a. They sell like a cherry one or like a strawberry. It's mm. it's it's over. Giant Eagle has it right in the in that in the warm. It does warm aisle. <laughs> it is what it is. Number nine is the Imperial Double Porter. Uh, number eight is the Imperial Oatmeal Stout. Uh, number seven is the Fruit Lambic versus the traditional Lambic. Where did this list come from? Yeah, this is crazy. This is a ridiculous. On, list. On no one drinks this shit. There's like 104 stouts on this 10 item list. Number this is f- absurd. That's right. Number six, Imperial Milk Stout. That's what I that said. I don't believe a word of this. Oh, that's good. It's really, Imperial really? Milk Stouts are good, man. <laughs> He's talking my language right now. I'm talking about oh. like Santa style right there. Yeah. Number I don't think I'd like it based on his face. I like usually like what he likes. It's a creamy, thick beer. Coats your whole mouth. Drizzly almost. Oh, it varies drizzly. It might be drizzly. Uh, number five is the English barley wine, which I brought a barley wine. I I would say it's more American style, but um, number four is the Imperial Pastry Stout, uh, which I love as a diabetic. Say, it's you, like a, you fucking love pastry I love stout, pastry yeah. stouts. <laughs> For some unknown reason. And then number three is another Imperial Stout. And number four, (laughs) two, is an Imperial Coffee Stout. (laughs) Number two. Number two. Number two, the Imperial Coffee Stout. You said number one. Oh, yeah. Number And then number one is a triple New England (laughs) Hazy, which there's like six in the world. Yeah, that's what I mean. This is a fucked up (laughs) list. doesn't make any sense. Yeah, untapped is fucked up. I, I was like, all of you at Untapped, figure your shit out. Okay? It's fucking Russian bots is what it is. Yeah, it's Russian bots. Together, 75% of the tools I see order beers order a fucking Bud Light. I don't believe this list <laughs> at all. all. Ever. Well, they don't no. check in. They a don't check in on oatmeal. Untapped. I'll have a double oatmeal. <laughs> Imperial. So and, and the final thing I kind of wanted to see, uh, I don't know if you guys will have any bold predictions for 2023 as far as craft beer. 
But uh, I wanted to see what, what Bob had for a bold prediction for 2023. I've got I mean, bold predictions. Mm. I've yeah. got a lot. Okay. I've got a lot of them. Okay. Um, what do you got? I think that uh, I think that seltzers are going to go downhill. I think the seltzers are going to die. Good. Not die completely. I think the big boys are going to survive. I think like the uh, uh, probably not fucking Sam Adams seltzer, but the other one's going to do pretty well. But I think the rest of them are going to die. There's some. There's a whole section in the fucking store for goddamn seltzers. It doesn't make any sense. Terrible. It's, it's like not, they're, they're like the landscapers of uh, alcoholic drinks. There's tons of <laughs> landscapers. Didn't Great Lakes make a seltzer this they year? Did yeah. They did. Yeah. yeah. I'm actually interviewing them next week. Oh, well, then it was fantastic. It was it, awesome it was seltzer. Great seltzer, and, by the way. <laughs> it was very good. And you should give uh, Kenny a good interview. <laughs> Tell him to bring back that. What was that? Joe Thomas Kolsch. Okay. They bring that back, though. That was good. That's still around, I think. I haven't seen it in a couple of years. Oh, I thought I, I might be, I might be missing. I did it, but... see it this year. Yeah, it's, it's been around. I, I saw it. I yeah. missed it then. That was good. Yeah, it is, it is really good. That's a good summer crusher beer for sure. Real good. Um, I think twenty uh, percent uh, of the Ohio craft breweries will close by twenty twenty three. The end. Well, I mean, what what have we had in this last year? So we looked at the list, and we there was the forty four new breweries in twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two. Yeah, there in were, Ohio. Yes. Okay. And there was fifteen that closed, so forty four opened, fifteen closed. We're over four hundred breweries. Well, in was Ohio. was it forty four? But some of those might have been uh, meteries That's and wineries. Like, yeah, there was a so couple. It was, it was here and there. So it was. I think four of them might have been. It was well, it's probably still, it's still a bold, a bold like statistic with forty four versus. What did you say? Fifteen. Fifteen closed. Yeah. There's a lot of bad ones. Fifteen, yeah. Like I've been to breweries around here that don't have one good beer. Well, like, so, not yeah. one. So that's the problem. Like I'm talking good brewers. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Those guys. So I've talked to guys, and, and and we kind of agree that like just because you know how to make beer doesn't mean you should open a brewery. <laughs> Like well, keep it to yourselves a, and your I think family. This is a bold statement that you know how to make beer. <laughs> well, just because you can brew a beer, just because you know the process, <laughs> you of go through the actions beer. of making a beer. <laughs> Some I people, mean, Dave, Dave can tell you he's, he's made he, that great lager. He made that leisure lager. <laughs> leisure lager, man. I was like, <laughs> he was, he's so proud of that. <laughs> <laughs> he looks, you know. If, if you ever see Dave, he kind of looks like Burt Kreischer. I don't know if, if, if you guys know who Burt Kreischer is. I've seen Burt Kreischer yeah, live before. Yeah, you kind of look like Do you think so? Yeah, I think yeah. he's a better looking Burt Kreischer. I mean, yeah. you're tatted. He, Burt Kreischer's not tatted, but you're yeah. definitely could. You could probably pass for him. I, mean, I saw Burt Kreischer at the funny, funny, funny Bone in Columbus a couple years ago. He was really, was really I saw, good. I he's saw funny. him. Was that inside the mall? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's weird, right? Easton? Was it Easton? Yeah, absolutely. It was good. I thought you were going to start the show by taking your shirt off. That's what I, thought. <laughs> I thought about it. <laughs> We've never done a show quite like that, but you know, don't put it. Uh, I don't know. You told me about some pretty good topics in your uh, your your bonus shows. So. Oh, we had some good stuff. <laughs> pants have or clothes, pants, shirts have never come off. Again, patreon.com slash pod. <laughs> Thank you, Bob. That's perfect, actually. <laughs> I also here's here's my boldest prediction. Uh, I think the average cost of beer is going to increase by 
10 to 20% in 2023 is for as far as a pint. Is I'm concerned. quitting after that point. Well, and, and that means Bob is going to raise his pints to $7 by the end of 2023. You better fucking know. By the end? By the end That's of 2023. That's a bold statement. You're going to do it by 2023. I'm going to talk. Bob's to like, you mean by the end of this fucking week? <laughs> I'm going to get you, motherfuckers. You know, I talk to Bob every day about. He should jack his prices up. So. You're talking to me about jacking something, but yeah. I mean, it's... Uh... Well, listen, that's supposed to be between you and I. Woo! Now, you know who I went as for Halloween was you. Uh, and I dressed as you. That's what I just said, yes. You know, whatever. What, you got any more bold predictions? Me? My, myself? Um, yeah, no, the other guy behind you. you sorry, I'm, I don't know if you're talking to the rest of these gentlemen. I will um, in a second. <laughs> no, uh, bold predictions. I do predict that, uh, I mean, like, in the beer industry, I think that East Coast IPAs are going to come back. Like, West Coasts are coming back in a weird way. So hazies is what you're saying. No. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Will there be an East Coast, West Coast war? Will where brewers will shoot each other in I'm public. Really hoping, I'm really hoping there will okay. be. They will, but it'll happen in Kansas because they have to meet at the middle. of. Got to be a dividing line. Okay. No, so there was, a, there was a really bad IPA that came out a while back, which was the East Coast IPA. It was a piney IPA, right? Have you guys ever had a pine IPA? It doesn't sound good. I don't think I have. I would have tried it. Do you like gin? Do you like... I do like gin, but I don't think I want that in a beer... IPA. So this is it cool. was a it was a thing for a while. It was a spruce tip IPA. It was a you know what I'm talking about, right, Kenny? Uh, who who made it? The, everybody made it. Oh, this is oh. a huge thing. Yeah, it was it was. A, well, fuck yourself. All right, whatever. I've I've kind of lost focus. I don't know. I was thinking about this Yingling, how great it was. <laughs> oh, stop it. <laughs> no, I I honestly think like I know West Coasts are still doing their thing, and I think they're they'll they'll never stop. I mean, it is what it is. Like, uh, fucking hazies have, have have had their, they're 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 still rocking and they're still well well received, but they're expensive as fuck to make. So I think that they'll they'll die out sooner than later. I don't think it'll be this year. I think it'll be a while from now. Um, and that's it. Honestly, like I, I want wise. Yeah, I want the loggers to become the most popular style checked in in twenty twenty three. It won't, it won't happen. I know, but I want it to be. <laughs> it's us. It's it's us. There's not a lot of loggers. Like nothing. Mm-mm. No. Well, Why is that? It's I, not bold. They're not bold enough. It's not People sexy. Want, look at look they at those. Look at the sexy. Look at the fucking. Look at the styles on the last list there. That's but that's All what I'm looking at. Yeah. Shit that is like oh this is the most intense shit possible. Is but, it because people like it or is it people? Want to be seen drinking it, I or think, like want to? No, well, I think they want to be the ones to do that. I don't have. I don't you don't have a bottle opener. I don't. You were thinking this entire fucking studio, <laughs> we'd have a goddamn bottle opener. There's not one here. Nowhere. Bob, you don't. You got one on your. Bob, you don't. Right? You say yeah, a lighter. Oh, yeah. There's one. Oh. All right, this guy. <laughs> how does that? That's what I'm here for. Figure it out, man. So it's it's a it's a scene. Oh, I want to be seen well, a, drinking no, these fancy I wanna, things. I want to be like I was the go. one that did this. Like it's yeah, not even I discovered it. this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like Uh-oh. I used to oh, think man. IPAs were like that. Like no one really liked IPAs. They were just doing a bit, and everyone's like, "Oh, I like IPAs," I and everyone that. actually hated them. And they were just trying to IPA out, you know. One up the other one. Oh, yeah. I like triple. I get that. Quadruple IPAs, like, and no one actually really. 
but I really like IPAs. Like I love them. Well, you convinced me, but I, you know, like I've, I, and I was going to say this earlier. Uh, I have, Oh, I have not, I've never met an IPA that has been too hoppy. I've never met a wine that has been too dry. I love that very strong punch in your mouth type taste. Mm-hmm. I love a good dry Cabernet, uh, a, a red blend or Merlot, whatever it is. I love the hoppiest of beers thus far. I'm sure I have my limit out there, but. I would like to see a trend back towards more beer tasting beer. What does that mean? That like, I was like up. The Bob I, Budweiser. <laughs> well, I was, I was up in. Uh, in Michigan this summer, up in the up in the UP and up in Traverse City at several breweries, and it's just not beer tasting. I ended up trying a cucumber beer. <laughs> I'm oh. like, this is fucking disgusting. <laughs> just make what about a beer flavored beer? Have you had a pickle beer yet? Like, no. Is it good? I, I want beer flavored beer. Like no one's making beer flavored beer. It's cucumber and tangerine and uh, raspberry this and that. Yeah. I like beer flavor. Being different for the sake of being different. Yeah. Maybe not so much just being the quality. Like are, can't you do different beer. subtleties in the Pilsner Lager beer tasting range sure. that absolutely to differentiate yourself without making a fucking cucumber beer? Yeah. It's the worst thing I've ever tasted. A cucumber beer. Well, like sour. But you also don't like cucumbers. I like cucumbers. I wonder what I would think about <laughs> That's that. That's not the point here. It was a I cucumber feel, beer. Yeah, I feel like it's, it's still like a moot point at this point. Yeah. I mean, I still like cucumber water. I'm going to drink that. I'm going to enjoy it. If I'm in a nice hotel and have Wait, cucumber is it, water. Is it better like than that. normal water, though? Oh, I think it's so. Different. I think so. Cucumber water is pretty refreshing. It's pretty I like the cucumber. I don't mind the cucumber water. I'm not cucumber lie. beer. Not a I fan. Agree. I agree. I'm probably not going to like a cucumber beer. I just yeah, like beer. Weird. I like yeah. beer to taste like beer. And I feel like oh. we've we gotten away from that. And, and a lot of the breweries I've been to. Yeah. Yeah. And like the sours are so popular still. And it's just, it's like, yeah, if you like drinking stomach acid, you know, I just. So, yeah, we didn't really even get into the that. Sours I, I can't stand sours. I can't do sours. I used to like them when I was, you know, started here, you know. Like there was a time where I would drink them all the time. Really? And then I got one that just tasted like throw up in a cup. Like, like that. After you got done, it was so bad. And I just, I couldn't, I'll, it's funny. Sometimes like some of the brewers will make me drink theirs, you know, they're, they're, they're sours. Yeah. 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 But it's, and and fortunately they've been okay. You, you can know, at least take a sip and be like, hmm, yeah, yeah. kayfabe it a little yeah, bit. That's the right. tough part. That's the tough part about like the sours is it's, I mean, it's a, it, the yeast is made to be a natural yeast. It's made to like, yeah, I mean, it's not made. It's, it's, a, it's a wild yeast. It's, it's made funky. to just, just do what it does, but uh, it can also be bad. <laughs> it, can <all> go, <laughs> it can, it can go in a, in a, in a Southern range that you don't really want, you know? Mm. So it's like, well, fuck why would you, why would you, especially as a, again, small breweries in Ohio and people like doing what they're doing around us, why would you even fuck with that? Yeah, just just leave it to the professionals. <laughs> yep. Fuck it. Well, hey, I think, uh, I think we've uh, done enough damage, right? We can still drink after this thing. What do you guys think? We good? <laughs> yeah. What'd you pour us here for the, the, so the last, last little round? Is, this? this is a barley wine that I made in, I think it was 2019. Uh, it's eleven and a half percent. It's uh, 
called the Gnarly Barley Beast of the East. And uh, this one you were telling us about off air before. Yes, yeah, the made. one that had the the bourbon soaked oak chips for like a year, and then it sat on it on it for another. Ian year, probably likes the, uh, the logo. It looks like an anime. Can you turn it like an anime type? Oh, uh, that's shirt. cool. Yeah, my buddy drew that. It was it's it's a it's a big beer. It's strong. It's tasty. See, I like this. It's smooth, right? For for having very bourbon. smooth. It's it's aged well over the last few years. So did you have to pay Bam Bam Bigelow uh, royalties on that? East <laughs> no. from the east. <laughs> <laughs> hey, make sure you, uh, that you guys go out there and follow Necronomapod on Facebook and Instagram at Necronomapod. You can also head over to their website at uh, Necronomapod.com and see what's going on, guys. Thanks again for. Letting us infiltrate your bunker here today. Oh, thanks for having us. Good and, stuff. And uh, before I get out, I want to show out, shout out to my patrons. I don't have nearly as many as you guys, so I can do my whole list. Uh, <laughs> Carrie Sullivan, Mike Perman, Brian Elmore, Tim O'Hara, Robert Visker, Sean White, Ryan Kilbane, Andy Hardman, Chris Hardman, and Fred Coleman. Thank you guys for your support. That is going to wrap it up for this show uh, for, for and for 2022. So the next time you hear me, I will be in, uh, well, Bob and I are going to be doing a new show for you weekly called The Style Files. That's going to come out the first week of January. Of course, Pint Talk, and I'll be back again in 2023. And we're going to do, like I said, the Power Hour if you uh, join the Patreon. And It's uh, worth it. Yep. Do it. And uh, you can hit the music, and we, we can get out of here, man. <laughs> so everybody have a happy new year. And until next year, stay safe, keep your glasses full, and as always, cheers, friends. Cheers. Cheers.